it's easy to it's easy <laughs> to pull a it's, it's, it's easy to pull the trigger though. It's easy to pull the trigger, but it ain't easy to move your mom out the hood. That's a real man job. They ain't they ain't, they ain't for suckers right there. Nigga 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 let off a whole clip right now in the air. Shoot at anything, nigga. That's easy to do. You can't just wake up and move your mind tomorrow. That's a real man job. Welcome to Zach's Inspire Podcast. I'm Jerome. I'm a youth mentor, entrepreneur, and I'm here to bring in my life, bring in my world, drop a lot of jewels and a lot of gems. If you take 20% of what I say and apply it, you definitely make some change in your life. So I'm back with another episode of this podcast, and I'm solo donor today. I've been having some amazing, amazing guests. I've been, you know, experiencing a lot, man. Like, I ain't done one on my own in a while. The last one was called Work Hard, Work Smart. Um, you know, and I love it because it's like a vent and it's something that I can share my journey and, you know, it's, it's something that um, I created a couple of years ago and, you know, I can see the growth. Um, you know, my last podcast, go and listen to that, Take the Risk or Lose the Chance, part one and two. We've done two episodes. I sat down with Sheriff and Sounds and Ninja T. Um, and yeah, we just spoke about crypto, NFT, web-free music, you know, and stuff that I love, right? I love music. I love business. So it's all fun and exciting, you know, so... To be fair, you know, a lot of stuff went over my head. I'm not in it. Um, I don't really know much about it. I don't invest in crypto myself. Um, but it's really, really good to understand the future and where we're going and what's going on and the change and being. I was saying something the other day, like um, at one NFT event up in Mayfair, like um, we're at the beginning of it. You know, so our kids, right, are going to be living this. They're going to be working with this. So that's why, again, for me, why I'm so close to the youth and why I'm passionate about the youth is because they're going to be living longer than this. Um, longer than us in this. They're going to be really living in this and understanding it more. We're just there to set it up for them. I really believe that. So, you know, my main three areas, I think I said it before, is mentorship, uh, leadership, and entrepreneurship. And, you know, I love all three of them and they all kind of tie into my why. And, you know, and that's something, again, that's changed a lot. You know, people care about the customer experience now. And people really, you know, want to know your why. They want to know why you do what you do. You know, and, you know, it's really important you know, in terms of your personal why and your business why, and putting that through your, your marketing and putting that through everything you do is so, so crucial, you know, and um, I learned a lot from sitting down with um, Sheridan Sons, um, what they're doing, um, what they're working on. There are people like me who do music, you know, so for me, it's like music is, is a message, right, and I want to drop something that um, I heard, like, recently, so basically... Um, I'm really plugged into a lot of this whole financial wave and, you know, I'm interested and curious really about um, fintech. So basically there was this uh, morning um, networking event I went to last week um, in a news building. No one knows about the news building. Anyway, I went there, spoke to a few people that was in, uh, in the financial world, basically. And, uh, you know, I asked a question, you know, people... Then one of the speakers was talking about the youth and I was trying to make the youth understand and how to make it easier for the young investors. And I resonated with that, answer the question, how will we um, articulate that to the youth so they can not go over their head? Because that's, for me, I always want to put it down to the simple and average man, right? Because a lot of people might think they're not uh, great enough or they, sh- they shouldn't be wherever they are, you know, to experience a certain thing. But I don't do that. I put myself in rooms that I don't want, don't want to be in, but I feel like... I have no need to be there, but it's a comfort zone, right? You're putting yourself in a room for the people who know everything and they're great and they have all this knowledge, but the whole point really is to have someone's ahead of you. So for me, anyway, when I went there, it was like really like, you know, networking and connecting with people, 
you know, we, I linked with two people on LinkedIn. One of them was a speaker. Um, another guy came to me and he was talking about, oh, I like you doing with the youth and, you know, I want to be able to create, you know, like me, entrepreneurship school, man. So the whole D2I is all about us. It's all about us. But rather than saying, oh, they shouldn't teach us at school, I'm saying, okay, what are we going to teach now for the future school that's going to open? And that's where I'm at with the post with this stuff. So, you know, and we start off with this, the basics. You know, we start off with obviously learning about financial literacy, difference between asset and liability. Um, but again, we still got to remember they are children. Um, I love books um, and why conversations matter. Cause they matter. Because I'm 23. Um, my, 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 my podcast is about conversations and building relationships and based on a series of conversations. So if you know how to have conversations with more people, you can build relationships if you have emotional intelligence, which is the first book I'm going to drop um, called Emotional Intelligence um, uh, by Daniel Coleman. So, this book is like something that interested me because somebody said that about me. You know, somebody said, oh my God, like you build relationships like so well and like you get along well with people and you're good with people. And I wanted to understand that and really, you know, unpack that and say, okay, well, what does that mean, right? So this is someone that I admire as well. So anyway, from the time she said that to me, that was always in the back of my head, like, oh my God, I've got a good emotional intelligence. But I didn't know what that meant, right? Really, like deeply. So I got the book and it really goes into it. It's a really good book. Really, really good. Understanding yourself, you can understand humans on a basic level. That's what the book's about. I don't want to talk too much. I want people to go and read the book for themselves. But again, it's that whole psychological part of um, you know understanding and knowing people and how to build relationships. In an engineering point of view, is, is understanding people. And if you always come with needy energy, you always come like you want to get signed out. People, people can see that and they'll just go away from. You. People don't know how much you know. Just know how much you care. That's a real life. So you know, you just have to show that you care, man. You know, especially something like. For me, business had a, has a bad rap, like, you know, especially if people that come from middle class families, they look at it and like, oh, you have to do people over and, you know, cut people out and, you know, cut throat and all of this stuff. So there are really good, hard millionaires out there. You don't have to wait do people over, you know, and I think that's what, you know, people haven't experienced it. People need to experience stuff really for themselves rather than just, you know, going off what they see and what they hear, right? They only believe half of what you hear. So... Anyway, a bit, bit of an update, uh, just actually inspired CLC Sports and Mentoring uh, programs are starting in the West um, and they're doing boxing, basketball and football for 12 to 15 year olds. We use the sports as an engagement tool to have the dialogue um, to really get these youth kind of off their phone, out of their house. You know, sports is a great way to engage. You learn um, team spirit, you learn about trust, you learn about connection, you know, and, and now you're actually connecting people that have a similar interest and that's where it starts is with sports um before you go to college and university and you start you know having jobs with people that have the same interest you know, you're, you're going to do sports you know schools are heavily funded for these things um so you know you have the experience to go there and be part of the team um even in primary school as well but obviously secondary school is more advanced um because they're obviously they're teenagers um so yeah so basically in term time um we go to after-school clubs, um, just do an hour after school um, and Saturdays. You know, this is just to start off with as a little tester. And then once uh, the numbers increase, um, you know, we'll definitely open up and start, um, you know, going to schools for breaks and lunch. That's kind of like, we always got to think about the next step and that's kind of what we're working towards. Christmas break is from the 9th of December to the 3rd of December 2022. Um, and basically in this time, it's about, you know, visiting the communities, having these little events, people can come over and obviously it's still in use. We want to be make sure we have that bridge, right, between the school and the community and we connect the school, community and the home and the families and just try to make it this holistic 
approach, and that's our whole whole game. So we work in the London boroughs of Eden, Hamden, Hounslow, and Hampstead. Follow my bread. Um, these are all my neighbouring boroughs. These are all boroughs um, that I have data and statistics on, which I won't go in detail now. In terms of why I'm doing mentoring and why I'm focusing on boys next Y and Z, there's so much uh, data that um, it's all it's all based on. So we definitely need a team. Um, there's no I in team, and you're the average of the five people you spend the most time with. And one thing I'll say from my last podcast was. It's not always about value exchange. Sometimes it's about alignment. If you believe what I believe, like going back to Simon Sinek, I would want to do business with you or I want to do some sort of partnership with you because I know our minds are on the same path or on the same level, you know. So anyone joining our team, any new D2I mentors, you know, we're mentors as coaches, by the way. So we invest in the youth. If you invest in the youth, you invest in the future. Um, and, you know, we're working on the behaviour. Not always challenging behaviour children, but we're really working on the behaviour because I always feel like, for me, coming from a pro and an AP and, you know, dealing with challenging children from primary and secondary, um, I feel like the behaviour, people just see that the surface behaviour and they don't look at the underneath and going back to the Maslow hierarchy needs and knowing that as a child, your needs need to be met. And that's really what it is. And they can't communicate that. And again, there's a whole psychological part of why people behave, people, not just children, behave the way they behave. And there's always something behind that. Um... Attitude as well, everything's about attitude and your mindset. It's about how you look at things, how you see things. So these are the three things that we focus on throughout our whole program and our whole um, charity. So that's all we really need, really. You can be minimum 18 years old. You have to have a DBS. Um, experience is not required, as we have in-house um, training provided by mentors already. But we definitely will run you through our funnel of safeguarding, child protection, um, youth work, challenging behaviour of young people, and basic sports training. So again, whatever you want to do in terms of sports, um, basketball, football, <clears throat> or boxing. So there will be um, a trial day of four hours and you will get travel and lunch paid. And if you want to, you can go on the government website to get a DBS and then send us an email, give us a call. Or even just come and visit us. You know, we, we do outreach services as well. So, you know, come to any public location and we can have a conversation, you know. So help us, help the youth, and let's change the future. So that's where I'm at right now with D2Y. Um, and again, as an entrepreneur, it's just about really, for me, getting the financial um, block down. And what I mean by that is, you know, you need to look at your financial position. You need to look at business as an investment. I need to look at it as a time investment, but it's also a financial investment. And you need to really look at how you're going to make that happen and how the setup is set up. So I've got a pyramid right now that I made for free steps that I want to make to get to the passive multiple streams income level and I want to get that by August 2023 right so always have a plan right and things don't always go to plan it's always good to have a plan and engineer and work with it um so step one where I'm at now which is going to go from basically December we're at end of November now so December 2022 to July basically the summer and that will take time it's about patience it's about working on it and learning from your mistakes um and yeah, everyone, if you're starting from zero, really, really listen to this. Eliminate debt. Consuming debt is not needed. Um, don't get things on finance because it's easier and quicker. It's a trap. They add interest. Improve your credit. Make sure you can go into a bank and they can run your credit and it comes out good. If not, get it up. It takes time. Because it's easy if you can borrow money on the day while you save money over months and months and months of the expenses within that time. Um, and just save. Just be a good saver. You know, the main thing is having emergency funding, cash. Save 10% of everything you make before you spend um, and always have money, you know. 
I remember speaking to my dad the other day, and we had a great conversation, like four-hour conversation, and I just took so much from that. And just, again, that will go into why the conversations matter, but of how I think it's genetic, why I speak so much, and you know, and I feel like all my siblings have it, my dad has it, we can speak about everything and anything. And one thing we did speak about was money and how you can just save fifty pound, do the math, fifty pound a week, that's two hundred pound a month, times that by the years, and then you can get you know, tens, five thousand pounds without touching it, you know, and again it's a discipline as well. So yeah, man, I think that for me, being financially literate is the is the bed because if you have ideas and have the dreams and then you get crushed financially, money is an indicator for a lot of stuff. So if you run out of money, if you invest money in the wrong thing, well, it's all guided by having a financial cushion and making sure that the set, this one rule I'll definitely say, that if you can't afford it three times, go and get it once. So that's it. Always have something there. The worst thing is going to zero. Even worse is getting negative. So again, this is me, my personal experience with me learning and growing for myself. And it takes years because it takes years to develop habits. Habits turn into attitude. Attitude turns into a lifestyle. So it takes time. So just be patient with yourself and know that every day, no matter how yesterday looks, is a, is a is another chance to get it right. You know, don't beat yourself up, man. Literally, you can get it right. So, like I said, I've been recording a lot of podcasts. I recorded one, uh, my bar bar that'll be out, um, you know, soon. Um, I'm gonna record a few this week. Um, but I've had a great week. It's been a really productive week, um, and I've been reflecting on the podcast a lot. Again, like I said. My last one um, about web free music, crypto, that was amazing. And then I've done, like, I've got a series one about music. I love music. I've been talking about music forever and ever. So i got another one with a guy that I met this year. And we just resonate with each other. Again, going back to that whole alignment thing. It's not just about value exchange. So being in a series of podcasts where we talk about music and we play music. Um, so, yeah, so basically, for me, my why, and I've had it for years now. It's created the next generation of black wealth. And, you know, if you want to go into the stats and the statistics, um, you know, you can go to Google's. But what I know is that black males specifically are unrepresented in employment, but highly in prison. And it goes into a lot of self-esteem issues, a lot of confidence issues within specifically young black males. And then mixed with institutional racism, mixed with childhood experiences. There's a lot to get out of. So I believe personally... One individual can't achieve a lot. We need to be able to practice group economics. And what's group, group economics is basically they're all coming together so things are cheaper. People doing things as a unit. People doing things as a group. And understanding that that's the only way we're going to move forward. You know, when I go to like a lot of these business events, most people are black. So generationally, because of so many things, we don't have generational wealth. Like I said, I mentioned one thing, institutional racism, you know, Racism in general, you know, holding people back, just specifically in this country. I don't know too much about, um, you know, America. Obviously, America, you know, promoted us the most. But what I'm saying is that I, all I know is that Windrush, 1950s, you know, even prior to that, World War Two, you know. So we're, we're the grandchildren of the Windrush, right? So every generation, in terms of, like, school, 10 years, 5 years later, you know, we're growing bigger and bigger and bigger. You know, my granddad, rest in peace, said when he came here, black people were like gold dust. Now, there's so many black people in London. So one one thing that really helped me and inspired me, I would say, to really create that for the, the British black people was uh, the interview I saw on The Breakfast Club by um, Angel Rich. And she's got a book called The History of the Black Dollar. 
that's another book drop, and it's like talking about how, you know, black people really were the pioneers of a lot of stuff. And obviously we was robbed because we didn't have a lot of resources. Kona, Kona, I hope I say the right word right, I always get it wrong. Colonization, you know, a lot of these African and Caribbean countries were colonized, so, you know, it was hard for black people to create wealth because a lot of wealth was built, a lot of people's wealth was built generations ago, which makes it easy for a young person to start now. Um, so, you know, we really got to look at it like that. And obviously, these are not things that can hold us back. We're talking about percentages, by the way. So there is black people that are doing things. But what I'm saying is the percentage, if you were to put it up against other races, is very, very low. Um, so that's definitely a book that uh, um, that inspired me. Um, and, you know, again, like, looking at it as, like, <clears throat> there's so many barriers now, but realistically, there's no way near the financial barrier there was when my dad was my age. There's no way near the financial, um, sorry, the racial barriers when my granddad was my age. So I genuinely feel I was born for this, to create the next generation of black wealth. And I say black wealth because I'm black. I'm a black male. I want to make sure that black people become economically strong. We don't feed the criminal justice system. We don't think we can just be a gangster and drugs and that's what's put, put on us. And we just follow it because you don't know any better. What we're saying now, we're in a new generation. I didn't have this when I was even a teenager. So now I'm looking at it now, it's like, I want to give the youth everything that I didn't have, you know, and if they understand it or they're not, whatever, I'm here to give it to you. I didn't have that. I didn't have an uncle or a cousin or nothing I can look up to and say, wow, you know, like the economy and the, the, the crypto, <laughs> you know what I mean? And the world's moving so, so forward and so far. So the next book I'm going to drop is called Black Privilege by Shoulder Man and God. Massive book, man. The opportunities come to those who create it. Facts. Like... Life is your hands, right? You've got, your, you've got to create your own destiny. So you've got to create the opportunity. Don't wait for the opportunity. You've got to take risks on yourself. You've got to take risks with your money. You're always going to lose. Life, you're never going to just win all the time. You've got to learn how to bounce back from the wind and grow and push. And perseverance is the biggest key. So, you know, again, going back to this emotion, intelligence thing things, understanding yourself, your four process, and your emotion triggers, right? Do you get angry? Do you get sad? Do you get... Confused, whatever it is, know yourself, understand your thought process when things go wrong. Because trust me, there's it, it old line and it's a real line. What's going to kill you make you stronger. So it's how you look at it, you know. Even when Ninja T was saying his last, in you know, my last episode, and he was saying he lost four family members in one month. Some people can't even come back from one death, you know. Um, but all we know is we're going to die. That's one thing that's promised in life is death. So you know, like Ye said, man, if you've got the opportunity. To play this game of life, then you gotta appreciate every moment. And so there's no, there's nothing. And legacy is like, I'm, I'm, I'm like obsessed with creating a legacy. I'm obsessed with people that have created legacies. Someone like Bob Marley. Bob Marley was born and died before I was even alive. But he's talked about to this day. He's got a theater performance in um, West End, and people can go there. And that's a legacy. That's longer than his life. I'm pretty sure he's being dead as long as you've been alive. But again, if you create a legacy, a financial legacy, um, morals, wherever it is, even within all of his children, like the Bob Marley legacy, the Jack, the Michael Jackson legacy, the Kobe Bryant rest in peace legacy will live on strong. And that's what I'm trying to do and create wealth for that reason. It's not for selfish reasons. I want to bring the whole people in. I want to bring my little cousins in, my nieces, my nephews. I want to be able to you know what I mean? Like, even a conversation with my dad the other day was like making me think that, you know, he was talking about, oh, we got land in another country. 
And I'm thinking of it, how do people say that? People say, oh, I've got a house and look at my house. But imagine owning land and you can build on the land. So, you know, that's, that's, that's a great thing. That's an ambition, you know, in terms of like going to Jamaica and building. I've never been to Jamaica. Next year, definitely going to fly out. This year, I've been traveling um, around the world. Um, I went to Amsterdam, I went to Dubai, um, I went to Ibiza, and I just came back from Germany like two weeks ago. So, every time I go there, I think every time I go to somewhere that I like, imagine I had a business there. Imagine I had a house there. And obviously, you've got to look at you know, the currency and making a bank account. But again, moving forward, this whole crypto and this a new world currency and all of this blockchain and all this stuff, I look at it as that it's something that can be used universal. Um, so yeah, we have to obviously see where it goes and see where it's at. But the next book I'm going to drop is called Own or Be Owned, The Black Man's Guide to Creating Wealth. And like, again, man, like this book is so sick because it's really showing you as a man, not as a man what you need, but for me, these are things that I'm trying to work towards. So I feel like every black man, black boy needs to really understand. So I will literally just read out the contents page um, for your reference. So... It has investing, it has living with your mum too long, it has, again, who you hang around with, which is my most important thing, because you are the average of the five people you talk to the most. Own a business, that's something you can own that no one can fire you from. That's another one that I love the most. How to pick partners, pick the right girl, is so crucial to building a family and building a partnership that lasts as long, because you're a powerhouse, a power couple. Um, overcoming adversity is number one key, like, you're always going to have problems. You're never going to avoid problems. Trust me, it's how you respond to what happens to you. So, there's certain things you must have, like a driving license, good credit, you know, have a few suits, man. You know what I mean? So, these are the things that, you know, I've adopted in my own life. I've literally took stuff from the book, like most of them, and just tailor it to my life specifically. Um, so, yeah, man, that, that, that's something that's really good. That's a small Kindle read, by the way. Um, but, yeah, man, it's like... That, you know, going back to that event that I went to um, in the news building, uh, the title of it was called Raising Capital in the Digital Landscape. So it was obviously looking at how people can raise money, spend money um, digitally, and how that looks in the future. Um, there was an, um, an asset management company called Northern Trust, where they help people obviously invest in businesses. Um, and again, I resonated more with the investing for young people today, like an 18-year-old now coming in. Might not want to go to uni, he might want to invest in crypto, he might want to invest in property, he might want to invest, you know. People are really waking up now. Um, I don't want to say too much, but people are really understanding that, that you can do anything you want to do. And this is the first generation where people can do it early rather than waiting until years. There's so many people in that. Even one lady I spoke to at that event, she was saying she done law and then she moved into finance, but then like she done it because her parents told her, right? And then everyone that she went to uni with is good at what they do, but years later, they're miserable. They want to do something else. And not to say it's too late, but by the time you have um, crazy overheads, by the time you have a family, you know, a house and a mortgage, um, it's very hard to, for you to do it effortlessly. You know, and that's why it's always good to do things young, before you have responsibilities, before you have um, people to look after. Um, you've got to become economically strong as an individual. Um, you know, it's good to have a partner and you both come together, but nothing's forever, you know, so you always got to be sustainable financially, that's what I would say, um, but anyway, man, like, you know, my journey right now is, is, is really good, I'm really looking at, like, what I'm doing for, like, the next six months already, I can kind of move, looking forward, looking ahead, um, and seeing exactly where I want to go, um, so you got to improve yourself daily, because uh, that guarantees a future for the possibilities, man, 
So what you reap, you sow. So online, I'm telling you, believe that. What you do now will definitely pay off. Um, all the time, hard work always pays off. So when the times get hard, you know, rather than you being in your own head, just call somebody that's like-minded that will give you the right advice. Don't take advice from people that you're going to trade places with. Everyone's got opinions, um, but definitely, like, don't compare yourself because I feel like comparing yourself is a start of misery. Um, and sometimes people on the internet, you don't know the full context because people put whatever they want on the internet. So you need to know that, okay, you might not know the person's full story to look at your life and compare it immediately. Um, so basically, anyone can be successful. You just need knowledge. You need experience. And you need coaching, man. You need someone that's going to, like I said, mentoring, that's going to guide you and say, okay, this is what happens here, here, and here, because when I was your age, this, this, and this, this is what's available. And again, give people the, the, um, the guidance to try things as well. It's not about you just doing what people tell you. You want someone to come and say, look, you told me that happened. I, I tried something else, and then this happened, and I got the result. I would love someone to come to me like that. Um, but the main thing really is about building habits, man. So if you, if you can build positive habits, um, they can give you positive results. Um, and the main thing I want to talk about really is um, the future of education. You know, post-COVID, I've been, I worked in schools for three years. And, um, you know, EdTech is just a way of um, using technology for education. So people are using Kindle to read books. People are using projectors instead of um, chalkboards. And, you know, stuff has changed. People are uploading their, um, their work on the computer. And, you know, kids are sitting on the computer now and doing work. So it's not like people are holding books anymore as much as they used to. Um, some classes don't even have books. They just have laptops. Everybody has a laptop and it's sitting there. And then they done it in my last school, not the one I just worked, the one before that, where everyone was working on laptops. And then the teacher was teaching in the house. That's how it works, you know, during COVID time. So I see that as there being the future, where you don't you physically need teachers. People are learning off videos. People are learning off, you know, live streams and Zooms and webinars. And, you know, I can see that happening for the youth and just finding a different way of working. But I like it because it's like, Rather than saying this is the one way, right? And that's one, one big problem I've seen with schools is that they want everybody to learn the same way. And yes, they have sets and all of this stuff, but yeah, man, it's tough, man. Everybody learns differently. There's four learning styles and, you know, it's good to, you know, learn what the learning styles are and try them out, you know? And obviously the education system isn't made for that. Um, so obviously, yeah, the school will be part of that um, revolution, shall I say. <clears throat> So definitely, if you're starting a business, living your means from where you are now, it's about earn, spend less than you earn, save, invest, and then repeat the process. So that's what it's about, really, man. And, and paying things, um, cutting things out you can't, you, you can live without for a short period of time. Make sure you're always, always paying your uh, fixed expenses, stuff that you know if you don't pay them, <laughs> you know there can be you know great bad results, you know. So you got to really pay attention to where you're putting your money. And again, the most important thing is where you're putting your time. There's this thing called the units of time. So it really goes into like what you put your time into, who you speak to, what you work. You've got to diversify the time. So if you've got to work a job and build your business, you know, work a job part-time, full-time in the day. If you've got to go to a networking event free in a week, if you've got to go catch up with people that you've met recently, like it's all about what you put your time into, man. And um, where you are today is because you put your time in the wrong areas. And there's nothing wrong with chilling. I'm not saying people shouldn't chill. What I'm saying is you've got to know the return of investment of that time. So time moves in seconds, minutes, hours. There's only 24 hours in a day, right? It depends on what you want to do. And obviously they say you need to sleep, you need rest. But I look at it as like, you know, you need to sacrifice. Nothing great happens about sacrifice. So if there's a 24-hour day and it requires for you to work 18 to 20 hours just to get 
things going because you're on your own, you're new, you don't know what you're doing. It takes time. And you've got to invest that time. And again, if you have a strong, strong why, you definitely push through. So, man, I've, I've really enjoyed this podcast. I've really enjoyed, um, you know, coming back on my own. I've had some amazing guests. I'm really looking to sit down with from, from some more people. Um, but I'll definitely drop this thing about um, Jay-Z, you know, because one of the reasons why I like doing music is because there's, like, messages in the music. You know, somebody stand up in front of a stage and motivational speaking is great, but they connect. People connect with music. Music's part of everyday life, so... If you drop a line, like Jay-Z has a line in a song called You Don't Know, where he talks about Dow Jones. And obviously in that event, Dow Jones, Dow Jones building, and I don't know nothing about Dow Jones. I don't know, the first time I heard that, I was probably about, I was a teenager, let's just say I was a teenager. And that's the thing, Jay-Z knew what he was doing, knew what he was talking about, and, um, you know, he dropped the line. And then obviously now, I can go and research Dow Jones, I can go and look at the stock market, I can go and look at what the company is and what it does. Like I said, the kids are good now, man. Because I didn't know. I just thought that was someone's name, Dow Jones. I was like, who is this guy you're talking about? So it's a song called You Don't Know in Blueprint 2, which came out literally 20 years ago, 2002. And basically, the line says, um, the coke prices up and down like it's Wall Street, homes. But this is worse than the Dow Jones. Your brains is now blown, you know, so... This isn't rap. This isn't, you know, sometimes you resonate more with lyrics and music because it's something fun to make. And then you can hip-hop is about music and um, messages, you know, putting the messages in the music and make it resonate with people. And that's that, what I'm trying to do with my music, you know. So, yeah, man, like, and I'll drop two more things for entrepreneurs that are ready to go. Apps are great. And you could use your phone and, you know, be addicted to the dopamine of Instagram and scroll, 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 scroll right? But... You gotta know you use by your phone or you're gonna use your phone. Going back to the own and be owned thing, right? Um, so you gotta own stuff because someone's gonna own you. <laughs> you know what I mean? And, and take away your time. You gotta trade time for money for them. People are taking money out of your pocket for rent. So, you know, it's about really having ownership and one thing you own, one thing you can control. The only thing that's actually controllable is how you use your time, going back to that. So definitely, you, I don't ever waste my time on my phone. You know, I have, I have the correct calls, I connect with the right people, I use the right apps. So there's two apps that I'm going to um, drop right now. So one of them is called Vinted. So Vinted is basically <clears throat> a good way of you selling your clothes. And sometimes when people look at eBay and all these things, they look at electronics and you can sell goods, but the best thing you can sell the clothes on your back. You know, Gary Vee says it, he's like, look, sell your clothes in your house and start, you know, use that little money that you saved and then match that money and that shows that you're really serious with, with, you know, starting off your business. And, you know, the best thing you can do is sell the clothes on your back. You know, this is something that we use every day, but we don't see that it's something that we can buy. So definitely go and use it. Obviously, for females, it's much more needed um, because females have loads of clothes. But even me and myself, man, I've got a little bag. I said, cool, I'm going to put it on vintage. And then obviously, yeah, people can go and buy them. You can put them up for whatever, even a pound. It doesn't matter how much it is. The whole point of it is that you can find money, find ways to get money but you're trading your time. Trading your time can just be a portion, and then you got to find other ways if you're getting money. So the next app I'm going to look at is Focus Keeper. Really good app. I use this. For me personally, when I'm really focused on something, I really, really find it hard to take breaks. I need breaks to move from that position, to walk around, to go outside. Um, so it's a really good app. Um, if you're an organized person like me, really, really organized, so you can time um, your 
whatever you're working on. So you might work on something for 25 minutes. So you work on that, have a five minute break, work on that, have a five minute break, and it does that intervals. And then out of, it's a free, free 25 minutes with the small breaks, and then it has one big hour break. And then that's when you go and watch. So there's nothing wrong with sitting there watching YouTube videos or watching Instagram, but do it in your downtime. Don't consume this stuff and forget your work. Don't consume this stuff and not do work. Because again, it goes back to that, what you do with your time. So time is the best investment. It resets every day, right? You've got to invest that time, but diversify your investment. So like I said, if that means you have to go and work a job, there's nothing wrong with that, right? And if you've got your business part-time and you need a bit of money to live and eat while your business is growing, you know, just keep going and keep growing. Because literally, man, you're the creator of your own destiny. If you don't go for who you want, you will never have it. This is Jerome for Desire to Inspire Podcast, and I'm out.